from loaning out Tony to the massive report for the rest of the season to absolutely zero outrage whatsoever. <laughs> it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Got lots of gum. Lots of gum. Oh. Look at those gams. Mm. It's five bucks an amount you get per gam? It's that. Nice. I think so. Reasonable. All right. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that isn't that into shuffleboard anyway. Like, you know, all that pushing of discs and things. Ah, who has time? Old people, uh, Kristen. Old people. That's old who people. has time. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, that is us then, isn't it? Damn it. Um, uh, all right. Probably <laughs> well, this our, our shuffleboard years, yes. <laughs> we just need a cruise. Ooh. Mark, you're in charge of that, I feel. Um, on this week's show, we look back at a draw in Foxy Foxborough, a route in Victoria, the Euro final. Woo, that was fun. A look ahead to Nashville and more. Now this week's panel. Excited about football finally coming home. Say hello to Duncan Fletcher. Sweet Caroline. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Uh, currently in possession of all the NWSL cards. Welcome to Mark Hinkley. I don't know where the line is drawn between, oh, that's a good amount, and I think you might have gone too far. But if you think it's a number greater than 20 that you've gone too far, um, then yeah, I have. 20 yeah, I think, I think the line is definitely back there. Mark. Oh, yeah. No, I've. And Mark's I, gleefully running past it, looking over his shoulder, going, <laughs> there, there, there are currently two, uh, two targets somewhere in the Niagara Falls area of New York State that are barren of these fucking things. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hunting for an apartment in Columbus, Tony won't be joining us this week. He's probably going to find it for cheaper than anywhere in Toronto. So, That's you know, true. he's saving money with this move. It'll be good. I bet he's good. I bet he's going to end up in the posh part of Columbus where all the players hang out. Probably. Bet you're right. He, that, can do, yeah. he can do man on the street reports from Columbus. Is that Cleveland? Mm. Is that what that's called? It'll be continental <laughs> and, and glamorous. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a posh part of Columbus? It's probably outside of Columbus, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, we call it like a state administrative town. So, like, somebody's got money in there. There's got to be some cash. Mm-hmm. Um, as for me, I just think it's a very good thing that accountants are used to counting. Uh, I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our show. Wait, 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 wait. Is is this the, the Mark and Kristen of that that Kid Nerd Corner podcast? Wow. I, I, did you just do an ad for us, Duncan? That is so yeah. sweet of you. Oh, Absolutely. Gem. Wow. Both of them at the same time. Wow. So chuffed. Yeah. Duncan, you sweetheart, you. Uh, you, you got your own got your own website and everything now. I, and and I, 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 I have nothing to do with that, too. Which is me either. Cool. I mean, I, I still edit it, but I mean... I have nothing to do with that part, so it's good. Mm. I don't have to host. I barely show up. It's magical. <laughs> See, Kristen, now you know what we've known for many, 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 many years. <laughs> yes, mm. I know. It's so nice, though. 
And I liked, I liked a bunch of those like tiny European country kits. There's some really nice ones in there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. you should, uh, kitnerdcorner.ca. Find your local for all of your kitner needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, come on down to the Kittner Corner Emporium. <laughs> I can't do fast bluegrass. I just. I know, but that was pretty good. I tried. All right, we should probably get to the rest of our show, right? Yeah, yeah probably for the best. Yeah, no yeah. Okay. time when we look back at what's happened uh over the last week and uh we're going to start with tfc versus the t the t terrorists and for the most part that was tepid tea at best um highlights definitely unsweetened tea (laughs) definitely yeah seriously (laughs) let's the south um no one got hurt no one's no one's ACLs were, were ruined. Uh, no quads were destroyed. Uh, we don't have to break out the hamstrong bracelets again. Lots of really good positive things. Um, I would, however, like to the, probably the one thing outside of Bernie's stellar shot off the post. Like, that was a true moment of excitement in that match. That was a nice play. That was well-worked. And that was a rocket off the post. Would you say, Kristen, that that was the hmm. only moment of excitement during that match? Well, (laughs) you know, Mark, some people may want to talk about the penalty kick. And... I forgot there was another thing. I know. I'm sorry. That was fifty percent of the excitement. I forgot about the penalty. You're right. Sorry. So since we mentioned it, we're going to talk about that first. Um, so it was overall a fairly boring game. I, I watched most mm-hmm. of it, and I have little memory of it. So little stuck in my brain from this match. Like in terms of like, there wasn't anything that was egregiously oh my God, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. This isn't, you know, worst team in the world territory, but other than, you know, again, appreciating Lil Crisco, um, Bernie is also bringing some nice stuff. Good to see Mark Anthony, you know, like, oh no, Mark Anthony was playing. Um, Jonathan Sorio playing. Um, Chris Mavinga. Hey. Actually had a, you know, decent outing. He's not like Chris Mavinga of old, but also not Chris Mavinga of much of this season, which was nice. Mm. Um, another clean sheet for everyone's exactly. favorite goalie, Alex Bono. Right, you know. An entire bed set now of them, two in a row. Like, oh. like yeah, exactly. He's he, They can afford to, like, you know, change the sheets without having... Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, um, was a, that his... Was that match 150? Yeah, I think For so. him? Something well, like that? He's definitely got to 150 recently. Hopefully that was it. Don't know. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Bradley. 
700 matches for club and country. Anyway, lots of matches. Um, but TFC and penalties. Mm. I like for a team that has for the last almost eight, eight years, let's say eight years, nine years maybe, had some quality players on, on their on their side, right? Like they've had some good, good players. I enjoyed um, going like eight or nine years. Suck it, Thero, you don't count. Whatever. Um, hey, if you, if Martin, it's for you, just sit down, be careful. Um, Martin Bailey posted a lovely list of players from TFC's past that have 100% conversion rates. Um, I don't recall seeing Dero on there, but you know who I did see? Nick fucking Sulzma. That's right. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh I. If, if, I, if I may, if I may, if I may. Yes, please. Uh, Mr. Mr. Martin Bailey, dear friend of the show and dear friend, I would like to thank you for publishing that list. Watching my wife try to pronounce some of those names as she <laughs> was brought so much joy to my life a couple days ago. I, I, I thank you. Thank you for that bonding moment because I forgot half of those names as she was killing them. Um, so I, <laughs> I, I did not see the list. I had the list air quotes read to me and Nick Sulzma was literally uh, Nick Sulzma, uh, uh, Marky Delgado. And yeah, I think those are the only two names I really remembered from the list. <laughs> Cause I was too busy going, who's the, Whose name is that supposed to be? Oh, yeah, you pronounce it this way. It's like, lesser. <laughs> Thank you, Martin. All right, well, here's, 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 here's the list. Um, Jao Plata, Jordan Peruzza, Marquis Delgado, Robert Earnshaw, the prince, uh, Mark's best friend, Benoit Cheru, um, the only TFC player to ever sign one of my kids, Bradley Orr. <laughs> of, all, of all the players. I know it was such a troll. I'm so mean. Um, Carlos Salcedo, uh, Lil Crisco, Drew Moore, uh, Bernie, mm -hmm. uh, the the inhumanely treated Issy Nakajima Ferran. Uh, yep, Jesus Jones, Kosi Thompson, Lucas uh, Jansen, Lucas Jansen. Lucas Johnson. Two seasons ago? Yeah, who the fuck is he? He's, He's a defender? I barely remember that at all. Who the fuck is Lucas Johnson? <laughs> I'm literally goofy. What penalty Lucas. shootout were we in where he got to shoot? I don't know. When did he play for Trevor? What penalty shootout did we go, did happen where we needed to get to like the 15th and 16th shooters? Because honestly. He's a forward? The picture for him on, on Google is Toronto FC. Oh, yeah, we got it. Oh, God. And he's like loaned to us from T Grace. That's like four years ago. 11 appearances, four goals. From T Grace. That from sounds Grace. familiar. I'm sorry, T Gray. Just the single, just the single tiger. Just T Gray. Yeah, T Gray. Oh. oh. That T Gray. Yeah, the other T Gray. Mm. Yeah, it's how, I, it's how I like my Earls. That's right. I remember now. Uh, this one kills me though. Other than Nick Solzma, which just fills my heart with joy. I know, Luke right? Luke Moore. 
Luke Moore. Luke Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Moore. <laughs> Anyway, those are all of the TFC Live player TFC Live, my God. I'm reading off the tweet. T- oh, Toronto TFC. FC players through the years, 100% from the spot. So clearly, cool. you know what? We were all wrong about Marky Delgado, and we need to bring Marky Delgado back. So. Uh, cl- 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 clearly, uh, Martin needs to have his season's tickets paid for by somebody at the club, because that's <laughs> who keeps that set. Amazing. Just amazing. Just amazing. Um, um, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just going to say, yeah, Marky Delgado, uh, clearly. I mean, honestly, I feel like we didn't. I didn't. I'm not going to say we. I'm not going to say we. I I did not appreciate Marky Delgado's contributions until we saw who replaced him. And then it was, oh, fuck, we, we had him. We had him. So um, anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, it's. It's it's sad that the that the case for how good he was grew ever so slightly with that one tweet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so uh, so Insigne's uh, like his his kick wasn't like it wasn't his take wasn't that bad. We've seen far worse penalty takes from Toronto FC players. Mm. Um, yeah, it was fine. It was just you know. Probably a little bit like too high up. Uh, you know, yeah. I, like I can remember it's like Javinko constantly taking things right into that bottom corner and then just going to like right along the ground. So even if the goalie's diving over there, it makes it just that little bit harder to get to. Whereas exactly. this one was just, you know, a couple of feet off the, uh, you know, one to two feet off the ground, just like nice height for somebody throwing themselves uh, like horizontally. So, uh, yeah, it was. Not terrible, but an okay penalty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, ho. Things happen. Whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I get, you know, the TSC fan base is never exactly patient or calm about most things. Um, so the, the immediate rush to condemnation, I, I, I you know, I, sort of understand it's, but it's it's time to write uh to write Murray off isn't it it's it oh, 100 percent. yeah like like like, I mean, like not just a penalty miss i mean what's he really done so far exactly other than yeah. other than other than show up in white all the time like you know like mm. make a different color dude like come on yeah how about cream or something i don't know mix it up but um yeah i feel like anyway Nothing is going to change overnight. And this match certainly highlighted that. However, again, clean sheet, I think, is probably the thing to really sort of focus on in this, considering how recklessly TFC have bled goals this season. Um, And uh, if all the defenders, at least the central defenders, um, remain healthy, and and you know useful over the next little while, then that should go a long way to containing that. Um, and I, again, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably just keep saying this. Crescito has been delightful. This is a, one of the best buys they've made in a long time. Um, it, it to me, it's reminiscent of getting one of those MLS veterans that we sort of talk about that they sort of seem to have shied away from the last couple of years. 
um, you know, when you get a Justin Morrow or a Drew Moore or something like that, someone who's who knows their position, who 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 has like you know has some skill, knows knows you know has a good sense of the pitch, understands how to make players around them better, like that kind of thing. And I think that's what they have um, with Lil Crisco, and that has been so far anyway the biggest thing now i think obviously bernadette and insigne will make a big difference but little crisco mls journeyman i wow there we go right that's, that's quite the uh that's it's quite the the glowing praise talented mls journeyman come on ah, you can't okay. I, i'm not damning drew moore and justin morrow especially not justin morrow we all know my thoughts on justin morrow like those are two talented players um and yes they applied their trade in mls but successfully and for many many years obviously justin morrow retired drew moore is still playing um with a walker i'm assuming now but he's still playing Mm -hmm. but um anyway i just i i liken the, the 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 calmness in which he plays the obvious knowledge of the game in which he plays um and I just I, I enjoy watching him. He's he's been the player I look to see what he's doing almost more than anyone right now on TFC. Fair enough, yeah. Me too. Yeah, him and him and Bernie. Yeah. Good so far. Larry presumably will eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I admit I was a little surprised that that uh, Insigne started. Like I, I get that. Um, like the turf at Gillette Stadium isn't necessarily as bad as it used to be. It's apparently a slightly better grade of turf now. However, you just have to like watch how the ball reacts on there. I don't know. To the person who, who DM'd me to, to, to let me know that we were wrong about picking on the turf at Gillette Stadium. I appreciate the appreciate the shout out. Appreciate the knowledge, um, but you know we have a long history with the terrible turf at Gillette Stadium. So, and it's a good running gag. So we're probably just going to keep running with it, even if the turf is much better than what it used to be. But thank you, nonetheless. <laughs> I'm, I, I just I just appreciate uh, uh, that we have a volunteer corrections department. So thank you. Yep. And it was a very nicely worded correction. You know what? It wasn't, it was, it was, it was a nice little message letting us know about what kind of turf they use at Gillette Stadium now. Um, that it's similar more to Seattle and Atlanta, but I'm never going to hold Seattle up as the shining light of, of, of the land of turf. No. Um, but anyway, yes, it sounds like it is better than what it used to be. Certainly than when uh, it uh, destroyed Cooverman's. But um, again, we like our gags, so we're probably just going to keep running with it. But thank you nonetheless. Fair. <laughs> Fair. I think so. All right. Um, well, let's move on to like a game that was actually exciting and interesting, and that was the uh, home leg of the... Uh, CCL tie between the Aquaman and the accountants. And whoo-hoo! Well, all the goals and excitement that were missing in the away leg, they all showed up last night. Because 6-0. 
Six nil. Six. That's six. I still can't get a six. Water house. It's a freaking shit house is what that is. Hey. Look, <sighs> I, I just appreciated the fact that uh, they went down to Jamaica and served everybody up um, basically a butter sandwich, and then came to <laughs> feast. I thought that was like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna save all the good stuff when we get home. Let's not let's not you know let's just show up for the away game and then really like hell of a gamble. Uh, to be fair, hell of a gamble. Somehow it worked in their favor, though. Um, they just, you know, they just barely know. Yes. Pretty well, like, Yes. <laughs> once the, like, once the scoring started for Pacific, it was just, that was it. The floodgates opened. Um, Diaz, who has been on a tear in Campiel, continued that last night with a hat trick. Um uh, Josh Hurd got a brace and assisted on at least one other goal. I think Diaz also assisted on a goal. Bustos scored a fantastic header. And I felt that one, I, I, I truly felt bad for the Jamaican keeper because there was nothing he could have done, like, at all. I just, I was like, oh, dude, like, someone give that man a hug, you know? <laughs> like... Oh yeah, mm. I really did. I felt bad. He got he got left hang hung out to dry for. I'm gonna I like just from my speculation, about eighty six minutes of that ninety minute match. Oh, so much. And, and that's only because you know kickoffs they need to take time to get down there. So, I'll give you four minutes, but that man worked, and he better not have paid for a drink the entire night afterwards because no kidding man, man. It, that was, i mean that was that was that was that was quite the display like they were and i think what's fair to say is that the goals like i mean they they kind of carved them apart it wasn't like a couple flu oh yeah it was they were dissected and outclassed at almost every opportunity and to the point where you start wondering, maybe, maybe Pacific is really that good. Well, it was to the point, yeah, like but in partway through the second half, where they were they were literally just going on attacking runs for sport. It seemed like, like, like not just oh, we want to win this game, we want to move on to the next round, but oh, hey, you know, if you go over there, I'm going to go over here, and you just send the ball. Oh, let's just do that. You know, like it was just, it, it, yeah, it was. It was honestly, it was one of those games where, like, yes, like, obviously I'm a Pacific fan. I want them to win. I want them to advance. I'm very, very happy for them. But at the same time, I was like, oh, you can stop now. You, no, it, you've won. No, it just, oh, oh, but, oh, the part, no. You know, like, I felt, I felt bad <laughs> for um, the accountants. I, I, I really, I really felt like, um, if you if you if you haven't had a chance, go on YouTube. Go find, go watch the seven minute highlight highlight reel because yes, I think you kind of need to see how lopsided. Like there's no highlight in there for Waterhouse, and you could probably say that that's just probably clever editing. I'm gonna go with I don't think there was anything to choose from. 
my my personal favorite though uh, that that third goal um uh, uh heard um oh yeah with, he, did, he did he did like two feints and completely ruined a defender's career oh my god that the man has one, a family the I'm second assuming. one duncan if you want to see somebody probably like if if it wasn't for the fact that he slid he probably would have destroyed at least one if not both ankles like he just turned him out just turn him inside out and then dish the ball off quite nicely back in the net that was the third goal and his reward was basically getting service for two goals just like that for himself because the fourth and fifth goals were passes from the just on the edge of the box one from the right one from the left center to him pop it in the net like like what like they look like the, they almost look globetrotter-esque they really like were just yep. kind of fucking with him for a while and it was and Waterhouse was the Washington Generals yep yep it oh, was God. just it was incredible like it was really and I mean I don't I don't know the state of Jamaican club football I don't know what the ca- the caliber's like and I don't even want to say that well look at this result but like there could any number of reasons you know, Pacific having a good day and Waterhouse having a, just a nightmarish cut last couple of days. I don't know what their form. You know what I mean? There's any number of reasons for the that result to to kind of the table been set for that result to happen. But my God, like I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some good Hamilton matches, but that was really like that's the. Every goal was just a delight. It's so good. It's just so good. Was are there like very harsh regulations, like relating to COVID and vaccinations or anything like that that Canada has that would stop the Jamaican first team, like Waterhouse's first team, from coming out here? A that like, was that just a, like a B team that they had to put out, or was that pretty much? their best team for Waterhouse because that, that seems a, a very obviously different tactics from uh, the Aquaman there but it, that seems very dramatically different results from those two games that's a that's you know a I I don't know actually um, that's a really good question uh, people who listen to us who know a little bit more about the Jamaican Premier League or about Waterhouse FC and any of their potential player issues, please get in touch because uh, yeah. that is a really good question. That I would like to know the answer. Yeah, I think the answer really is you know, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the it's a 1988 uh, hockey Olympics when sort of Great Britain won the gold, and it's like the commentator was like, Where were the Germans? But frankly, who cares? It's that kind of thing. Was this their first team? Who cares? <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Um, a little Campiel news. Uh, one of the things with Campiel is that obviously they want to be seen as like a lead that can, that, that, you know, it's got a little bit of clout. They can do some, they can, you know, has a bit of a presence on the world stage, um, not just in CCL stuff, but in terms of, you know, the quality of their players. And we've seen a few players move from the KMPL, mostly to MLS. Some have moved overseas. 
well, the latest, the the Pony Boys, they uh, they put a player out to stud. Um, Arabim Peppel transferred to uh, Luton Town. That's right. <laughs> I think this is probably the first and only time getting transferred to Luton has been referred it's to. Exciting. As I know. <laughs> um, what are we so- doing there? They're nearly a Premier League team, these days. Exactly, no? they got promotion. This is true. They're, they they've been in the hunt for the last season or two, anyway. Mm. But mm-hmm. uh, so, nineteen-year-old um, striker, uh, six goals in seven games this season uh, in Campiel, um, has had has had again has had a great season so far. Um, from England originally, but moved to Calgary as a child. So he's, you know, he's from Calgary Foothills and has been um, part of the Pony Boys organization since his inception, pretty much. Um, and has played, uh, you know, off and on, you know, a little, little bit over the last few seasons um, with them, played at the Island Game. It's a little bit more featured this season. Anyway, so he trialed with a few clubs, um, including uh, Sheffield United. Ooh. Um, but came back, I know, came back to Calgary uh, this spring. And yeah, he's he's off to, to Luton Town. And yeah, that's kind of exciting. Um, good for you. Who, who doesn't want to be a hatter? Um, neck people. Uh, I got nothing. Mm. Um, I mean, for him, I I hope I hope he does well. I ever so slowly, but surely. <laughs> um, but this is and this is one you know that's gonna that's getting you know a fair amount of press. Um, because everyone loves it when a player goes to an English club. Oh yeah, spring a leak. Jeez, they just do. They just do. Always makes me somewhat bemused by that. Um, it's still, it's still, it's still sort of considered the pinnacle in some in some cases, right? right. Against English, yeah. It's not not against English football. I watch a lot of English football, um, but I just I just find it interesting that everyone's like, "Ooh!" Anyway, it's good. It's good. I'm happy for him. I hope it works out well. Um, I don't know. Is the championship available on Fubo? Is 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 that part of their deal this season, or do you have to keep Daz in? Like, what's the? Does anybody know? I'm I, paying attention. I, I, yes, I guaranteed nobody's buying Dazzle just for the championship. Probably not. No. Mm. Oh, that's too bad. It's a good. It's a good point, actually. Where the hell is uh, the English football? Where is the Premier League? This year in Canada. Premier League's on Fubo. Um, what's Fubo? It's what's it's, Fubo? It's the new Dazzin. <laughs> huh? It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's also it's also where if you don't want to pay for a, a one soccer subscription, you get it for there too. Oh. You, yeah, just ruining Canadian football, Kristen. Why wouldn't you subscribe to one soccer? Because I have a Fubo subscription. <laughs> Uh, if, um, honestly, if, if Canada's, uh, sorry, one soccer only has to look itself in the mirror to sell themselves short and be on Fubo. 
if 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 you're gonna be if anyone's gonna get mad at anybody here, that's all I'm saying. But sorry to your previous point about people getting excited when 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 players go to anywhere in England. I the last time I got excited, a player uh, went to went to a lower division club in Germany. I was over the moon. Do you guys remember Terrence Boyd from TFC? Oh, Terrence Boyd from TFC. I was yes. so fucking happy when they sent him back to Germany because he was dog <laughs> shit. And I'm surprised anybody fell for it. But anyway, I just I I had to I had to I actually was trying to. Can we, he was a U.S. Name. international, Mark. Exactly, Mark. Yeah. How dare you? I mean, the 14 caps he had in in 26 up to 2016. I, I dare that much. Ain't that? Oh, he's with Kaiserslautern. Good for him. Good for him. I mean, he. I don't know. He banked 39 goals in the German second division while after he left. God. Yes. Fuck. He was a goal scoring machine. Dude, he got he he played fifteen games for Kaiserslautern. and he had ten goals. What the hell? Oh I know. Sorry. Uh, German football shit. That's what the hell man. It, yes, you're right. That's the th- I that's the takeaway. I'm overlooking this. Thank you, Duncan, I, for focusing on football is better. Yeah. It looks like if you want to watch uh, the championship, uh, you need a Dazzin subscription. I'm not. Oh, yeah. I've just been Googling while you've been discussing everyone's favorite XTFC player, Terrence Boyd. Um, I'm canceling the ass off of that thing. And are they going to be covering the championship like they used to cover the Premier League? Uh, no, it, like, it doesn't. It doesn't seem game. like it's going to be quite that extensive. No. Oh, is it going to be although, like the one? I mean, I really. that is what the they should do. Week. Like they should capitalize on that. Like people, I love watching. There's a lot of good football uh, in that division. Uh, that is yes. a lot of fun to watch, and they should be like, okay, well, fuck, you know, you you bastards went to Fubo. We are going to like feature the fuck out of you know. The next couple of divisions, and you know, yes. give people yeah, food League One and League Two in this. Exactly, that would be amazing. Some sort of rights to that because some um, the odd game pops up here or there. Put exactly. a lot of them on that. Would love that. Would love that. Mm. I would. I would consider keeping Daxon subscription for that reason. I mean, I'm um. not going to keep it even with that, but I def like I've I've tuned into random championship matches and, and and league one matches just just because mostly because i kind of wanted to see what did that look like what did you know what i mean like what what is what is this version of the game look like that isn't littered with you know overpaid players playing for middling clubs like i want to see what i want to see what what's darby doing you know like that kind of thing it's like curious yes. i remember <laughs> I would like to be able to watch the Polish occasionally without having to find a dodgy stream. That would be nice. Yeah, but I mean, too many people need to be paid, Kristen. That's what I've learned. Um, Fine. But yeah, like I, uh, I know this is this has devolved quite quite far from where we originally so were. Far. It's um, okay. It's our show. I know. This is true. This is. Yeah, I, let's get I've back to Terrence Boyd, people. Let's come on. Let's yeah, I know. I know. Terrence that's, Boyd. That, that's my. You know what? I, you know what standing I realized. Is, standing Tony. astride, Bradley Orr. Is that? Is that? Was that right? Or was that Luke Moore? Duncan. Oof. I like. I it think that was Luke Moore. I just want to throw that out. Or was it Bradley Orr standing astride, Luke Moore? I think. I can mm. no longer remember, and I feel sad. 
That's mm. oh. Anyways, Duncan. I mean, Mark, what were you talking about? Oh, it's just it's just saying. Which, uh, I, I yeah. I this is all Tony's. It's Tony's fault that we never get to do this. Just just. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I would like Reasonable. honestly. I would, I would like one soccer to get uh, get other other football on that isn't just random Belgian which I and enjoy. Uh, the occasional Liga MX match. Sure. Yes. Yes. Like like I don't I don't know what rights go for, but there's got to be a couple leagues out there that can be had for pennies on the dollar. Like just get, I I was I was uh, I was it was brought to my attention of uh, I think it's what's it called one football. Um, and I, st- right at the end of last season, I, sh- I watched like a couple Polish games and a, and a, and a Czech game. Holy shit. Breakneck speed. It was just insane. I'm like, how, how are people not watching this? I loved it. I was absolutely enthralled by it. I, and I don't know. It just feels like, you know, I know it's not, it doesn't have, you know, the word real in it or, or Milan or, or. Munich or like it's not that but it's still super good it's still good so just uh I'd like to see these services that are taking my money offer me the football that I thought I was going to get for just more yeah. than it was going to be on so are you willing to give up you know like hours of Gareth Wheeler every day for that fact? I would give him hours of my time if that's what it meant um, because honestly, I I don't. If as soon as I see his face on screen, it's either goes mute or off. Like there's 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 no real third. As long as I have mm-hmm. the option of choosing audio two, three, or four, I'm okay with his existence because it doesn't affect me. <laughs> That's very reasonable. Very reasonable. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I I, I I'm I'm a definitely a fan of you know these streaming services and i don't have a problem paying for it i just i don't think the zone's going to get get whatever the the fee increase that they'd sent out it was going to be and then expect to get it for so little football that's going to be on it i yeah i don't think so so this has been streaming talk now back to you Mm-hmm. And now, and now back to our regular schedule show. Let's introduce ourselves. We're sitting on a train that takes us to Berlin from Ukraine. The wheels go round, the beat goes faster. My favorite tune on the Soviet blaster. Let's, let's, let's do move on uh, to uh, some things that we're talking about at the moment. And the first one is, of course, uh, the Euro final on Sunday uh, between England and Germany. That, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, um, I think UEFA.tv uh, archives these matches, or at least go find a good highlights package, because it's, it's definitely worth it um my only my only disappointment was that it didn't go to penalties and i hardly ever say that but because of the two teams involved i really wanted it to go to penalties but i assumed that england was going to win this match um because it was the women sorry 
they were never going to win it on penalties. So what you're sure saying they is were, because it's the women, they would have won. I fully, I had full confidence mm. in the, in the prowess of the English women to triumph regardless of circumstance. Not that Germany has a bad team. They don't, they have a very good team. Um, but once these were the two teams that made it to the final, I just, I was, I, I assumed that England was going to win, um, to win late into uh, added extra time or extra time. Sorry. Um, anyway, delightful match. Uh, very enjoyable. Very, very suitable as a as a final. Um, fantastic crowd. Like the numbers that turned out for this tournament. Spectacular. Stunning. Just, Just spectacular. Stunning. It was. Makes me so happy. And then angry that we live in Canada where, um, you know, you have to beg for any attention for women's soccer leagues. Um, was it feasible? We had, a, we, we had a women's World Cup, like, what, seven years ago? <laughs> yeah, Be look, grateful, Kristen. Yeah, look, look and, and look, at, look, at all, look at all the clubs that spawned since then. Yeah, yeah look, exactly. Look at, look at, look at, look at the, the infrastructure and the legacy the, from that. The professional they opportunities. Won a, they won just... a gold medal, for fuck's sakes, Kristen. What more do you want? Like a league? Like support mm. for the women? Come on. <laughs> Outrageous. I know, I know. We women, we're so demanding. Yes. I, 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 did, I did rather like um, some of the, uh, I'll call them the lesser stadiums that, that got used in that tournament. Like, mm-hmm. like um, was it Lee? Mm-hmm. I, I like, I know that is, I know that is a, a rugby league uh, uh, stadium. And I'm like, oh, that's what that looks like. Cause like, I just, <laughs> I don't watch rugby league. Uh, so I don't know what some of these places look like, what their, what their grounds look like. But there's some absolutely adorable little little grounds that hold ten to ten to twelve thousand people, and it's like that's that I would I would like a couple of those, please. Thank you. Don't have uh-huh. a running track around it, or you know, like just small small compact venues where you don't have to play in a cavernous thing with no goddamn roofs, and literally the wind passes through it, and we sit in the sun and. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm I'm now now imposing myself onto this. You're just you're just you're just waxing rhapsodic. Um, I'm okay? just I just anyway. Um, Mark, come back to us. Come back to us. The 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 level of support. I I think I think what impressed me was the level of support for not England matches. Yeah. Because well, I mean that's oh, that's it's wonderful. Like that's to me that's. I hate to say, it, and I don't necessarily mean it because of the because of the women's game, but like. If if you're if you're a, if you're a part time soccer guy, soccer girl, and you can't get tickets to Canada versus whoever, does the idea of of South Korea playing Colombia on a Tuesday night really appeal to you? And I mean, yes, to 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 the three of us, the answer is probably yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you go? But exactly. for for the for the casual, it's like no, they don't like. You could you could see that in the Concacaf tournament, where if it didn't involve Mexico, nobody showed up. Mm-hmm. If it, and it, it even if it did involve the United States, it meant it meant eighty other people show eighty more people showed up than the standard twelve who did. But like oh, at least over there, when it was non home team 
sides showing up, they were getting decent crowds. And, ne- and never mind when it got to when it got to the knockouts, you could have fooled me that it was it was the men playing just based on based on the venue and and how sold out it was. Yeah, like 40, 45. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, France, Germany would sound delicious on any continent, any gender at any yes. level of the game. I would be like, OK, I'll watch this. I don't even I don't even like beach soccer, but it's got to be good. <laughs> but like then and then you realize, oh, shit, this is in England and there's forty five thousand people here. Amazing yeah, stuff. Just I spectacular. Know. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I I don't know if they were predicting or expecting the the ticket success of this, but I like I don't know if this if this catapults say, the club game into greater interest. I mean, what little I've managed to see of the women, uh, the women's Premier League um, is. is pretty good, like caliber of play, but definitely could use some more butts and seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, some of the uh, those Premier League teams can actually uh, be getting their games in the uh, the the big club stadium rather than. You know, so, uh, we're going to play the League Two team down the road. Exactly. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get some games in the uh, in the proper stadiums and uh, you know, market the shit out of it. See who comes along and see what the fuck happens. And I do also enjoy the fact that. Um, Specifically for for England, for English football, for uh, English women's football, um, the fact that this brings back into the forefront and has brought back into the forefront um, the disservice that was done to the women for so many decades. Oh yeah, uh, because men are stupid. Um, it's just basically what it is, you know. No, the women can't play well. No, no, we should stop them and not let them play because yeah, they're good just, and they might show us up. Literally, weren't allowed to play either. for fifty years. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. delights me on every level. Um, and again, quality, enjoyment, the fan engagement, um, just the just the whole thing. What what a great tournament. Um, so one of, one of the best tournaments I think that, that we've seen in recent years. So completely enjoyable, um, well worth all of your time. If you, uh, if you watched any of it, I hope you did. Um, if not, again, UEFA.tv is your best friend for stuff like this. Um, tons of women's football on their English Premier League. Um, you can watch so much, so much good football. Uh, so mm-hmm. I highly suggest you, uh, and it doesn't cost you anything. It's free. There you go. Top quality football for literally no dollars. So get on that. Um, yeah. Well done. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. I think one of the things I enjoyed most, you know, I think there's often narrative about women's football. It's like, oh, you know, it, it just seems so much you know, sort of nicer. There's no, they're not as like, <laughs> not on this and, and this blah, blah, blah. But, you know, just... The way that uh, it's like England just like time wasted the shit out of that last ten minutes. Oh, that was spectacular. Oh my god, that was a masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> like exactly, like any, you know, Concacaf should have been standing up, going, "Yeah, well done." <laughs> Taking notes. How do we do that? All right, hold on. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah, there was some quality dives throughout that tournament. Mm, um, yeah, like, it was just good. It was just good. Everything was good. Um, all right. Well, moving on from, from the sublime to the aw. Um, Jacob Schaffelberg, time at Toronto FC, is no more. Mm. That's right. The East Coast boy, the darling, the fresh-faced Tintin is moving on to Nashville. Um, they Mar- acquired him on loan. The Maritime Messi is what the one that I'd heard. And oh, I, thank you. I, I, yeah, that's that's that is definitely worth a chuckle out loud because I know I do. Uh, very yeah, nice. Okay, sure, sure. We'll give you that one. <laughs> so um, on loan until the end of the season. Uh, so Nashville get Schaffelberg, um and an international roster slot for the season. And TFC get $225,000 in GAM. Like, and, and this is this is a loan. So it's like, ooh, 225000 in GAM. And we get the player back at the end of the year. They could still get him back. Now there is talk that you know they uh, Nashville has the option to exercise a permanent transfer for him for 2023. Mm. But still, like that's a nice p- bit of business for a young player who's still developing. Who and I will say this, not to join in on the, I don't know the very upset people on on the socials today. Um, through. You know, mostly no fault of his own this season has not performed the way he did last year. Why? Because he's not playing his position. Yeah, he's is, is, not is Sh- a is left a- back. Yeah, exactly. Is he a left back? He's not. No. no. So uh, you like no one. Of course, he doesn't look good. Of course, he's not getting forward and putting it. Like it's just no. Yeah, so that yeah. part of it, I do agree with everybody who is like upset about this on a, you know, oh, well, he's no good. I don't believe that Jacob Schaffelberg is no good. I think there's definitely talent there. He's he's shown yeah. that talent. I mean, he's, he's not Alfonso Davies, but no, most importantly, TFC aren't Bayern Munich. Exactly. But Alfonso, Alfonso Davies at left back in 2022 TFC. I look all that good. I, I, Duncan, I object. I go on. Think that Toronto is buying me. I don't know where I was going with it. I found it. I, I wanted you, did, fake did, outrage, I, okay? And I felt like that was the time to do it. And I had nothing behind it. Um, also, the idea that Toronto C could ever be compared to. Bayern Munich is magnitudes of comedy. Like just <laughs> fucking hilarious. We are just. we are barely. We are we are barely FC Cologne, okay? Like we are barely fucking. Are we Union Berlin? No, they're they're Aww. they're a team you can like. Um, we're, we basically we're, we're just generally Kaiser Slaughter, okay? We are for amalgam of all the teams. What? Oh come on, that's harsh, Mark. An amalgam of all the teams that Terence Boyd scored shitload of goals. Against. Yeah, we're that we are Where's we are Kaiser Slaughter right now. Oh, okay, Kaiser. that's fair. Actually, all right, fine. Because they won a league exactly once and then went to shit shortly thereafter. Just like Kaiser thought, um, but anyway, yeah, like it's the 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 Schaffelberg thing, like of of you know any concept of failure is completely lost. Like if anyone really thinks that this is a failure of TFC or or whatever, like yeah, he's not 
He's not been playing in his natural position because well, of... Well, it, it is a failure of TFC. It's a failure oh, of Bob Bradley to play him out of position. I meant more of his development than anything. Oh, he, okay, yes. He's going to yes. be fine. He is going to be perfectly fine. Well, it's and he's going to a team that's actually in the playoff hunt. Like, yeah. And it's it's only a matter of time that somebody was going to go, you know what, he's really fucking fast. Ooh, let's get him. Like, we don't have somebody really fucking fast. I think he's great. I think, I genuinely think he is very, very good. An all-star? No, but he's definitely above average for this league. And why shouldn't he go? Why should he why should he continue to play out of position just because of designated players? And playing fewer and fewer minutes. So yeah. he's a, the guy's been coming. Go, go get some minutes. Go get some playing time. He's a as far as I'm concerned, like on on most MLS teams, he's a starter. I say most, I mean 20 of the 28 teams. The reason why he would be a start the other eight teams is because they got somebody in that position already, but they don't need him. That's what I mean. Like he all power to him. Um, I hope, I hope he, he, he does great and comes back or better yet. I hope Nashville offer a permanent deal where he stays and starts all the time and has a full career. This is what I want. I want to see, our our young kids, our young Canadian kids, be professionals playing meaningful time, getting paid. Well, he can get paid, but if he's not getting meaningful time, then he is wasting away. Yeah, I I want this for him. This is not this is not an anti TFC thing. This is a pro Canadian young player development thing. Congratulations, Jacob. I am so happy for you. Genuinely, sincerely, kick ass all over Nashville. And 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 make the robots proud, or were they the monkeys? Oh. I always forgot which one. I can't, I can't remember either. I know that's why I didn't put it in the rundown because I couldn't remember which one they were. Where's why did Tony have to get loaned out so like so? I know he was he was the keeper of this knowledge. Maybe NASA report will allow us to like just check we, in with him this one because we called one of them robots and one of them the first monkeys. team. I I want to say they are the robots because it was the monkeys versus robots and. And Cincinnati was first, and then Nashville was second, and that's where the joke came from because we need to make up a fake Derby or something. But yeah, so we'll we'll see the robot. So enjoy, okay, sure. Enjoy being a robot, make him proud. Bleep boop mm-hmm. bleep. And I I really really want to agree with everything you said there, Mark, and I certainly hope it works out that way. But um, I can't help but think this is going to be more. Uh, it's going to be more Jay Chapman than Mark Anthony K. Oh, I would say. That's, and again, Jay Chapman looks like I hope it works out, but yeah, it doesn't seem to be. Um, yeah, I would be surprised if Shuffleberg goes on to really good things, but you yeah, know, it could work. But I, we'll see. I doubt it. We'll see. I, I think one of the things that can work in his favor one is that he is he is he's a young player right so he's not he's he's on the ascendancy of his career you know assuming his career doesn't get you know thrown off track but um so he's got lots of time he's got a he's got a path ahead um and he plays a position that you know american teams are willing to give to canadian players which doesn't work in every position. It usually tends to be in midfield or the wing. If you're going to be a Canadian player playing in the States, that's generally what you want to be. Um, He's nearly 23. He's not that young. Oh, my God. 
in MLS terms, he's a puppy still, Duncan. Yeah, in, come in, on. In, in MLS terms, where most of those players, most of the players that come out of the, come into this league, come from NCAA, he's a he's practically a rookie. Yeah, the really young ones are the ones that come through the academy. So, like, if you look at someone like Ralph Prizo, um, you know, traded earlier mm. uh, to Colorado from Arkansas K, like, he's only 19. So, that's someone, like, that's a really young player. But, again, super talented player. Um, oh, so total aside, just because I said Colorado, did anyone see any of the highlights of the Colorado comeback against the energy drinks? No. Hilarious. <laughs> they were down, like... Did they come back from four down or three down? Anyways, they won five four. Oh. And it was, well, it was two nil, and then it was three one. I don't know exactly how it went. Oh, okay, I, yeah, it was. It was just. I just saw like the last three goals because my phone kept going. Hilarious. Um, but um, anyway, I think you know this brings up that conversation again that you know we've had. I don't know, a gazillion times about youth player development at, at, at TFC and making use of the academy and how, you know, we were excited about the youth movement at the beginning of the season and how now in true TFC form we're reverting to money players. Um, while there are still Canadians involved um, in the everyday play, um, like, you know, thank goodness for Lucas McNaughton putting in a good show these days. Um JMR, obviously, uh, a couple of the other uh, kids doing well, Jade Nelson, who I'm still a fan of. I know there's a bunch of you out there that have this massive hate on for Jade Nelson. Um, I will, I'm going to continue to defend him. I think there's talent there. I think he is worth keeping around and developing. So there. Um, anyway, there's, you know, like there's Perutza and Petrasso. Like there's still... Canadian youth on this team that is being played along with the big money players. Um, there's, there's, there's Liverpool's Jaquiel Marshall Ruffy on the yes. team. JMR, mm. that's right, yes. Um, mm. So I, I get it, and I, I do see a frustration. Like someone, I saw someone you know, brought up like Liam Frazier, and I'm like, where are you Liam Frazier lovers when he was being nailed to the bench and shipped off unceremoniously to to Columbus? No one cared then. Why do people care now? Fuck you. Sorry. As Liam Frazier's biggest fan, Clearly. I, I dislike all of you who are suddenly using him as a foil in your arguments against Jacob Schaffelberg being loaned out. I don't even know where I'm going with this. It's the Daddy. honestly, it's the rage that keeps us coming back. <laughs> and just keep going, just see where it ends up. Right? I don't, I don't know. Mm. I, I lost, I lost the thread about you know like three words into the sentence, and then it just was like stuff happening. I don't even know. Um, mm. I don't believe that Toronto FC has given up on their Canadian players or their youth Canadian players. I think in certain circumstances they are giving players an opportunity to actually play um and i think that is the case with jacob schaffelberg who again has been played out of position all season doing him a disservice he's not playing that much anymore let's not kill his career let's give him a chance to fucking play somewhere um you know there are opportunities happening ralph Prizo, only 19 
Uh, he's going to play for a really good coach in Robin Fraser um, at a kind of, you know, pretty interesting team in Colorado. I was, again, I continue to like what they've done. It has a gazillion Toronto connections, so he'll feel right at home. Um, this is true. There's, Weather. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's lots of opportunities happening, and there are still good Canadian young players uh, stepping onto the pitch every week for TFC. So let's everyone just, like, take a deep breath and see where the rest of this season unfolds. Um, because this fan base is impatient. If it's not winning everything and destroying all the records and all comers, you all stay away in droves. But suddenly there's a little bit of success and we sign some big money players and now you care about the Canadian kids. You can't have it both ways, you guys. No, of course like, not. But but I mean it's like it's this whole it's almost like this is the fantasy we want it to be, right? We want to, I I mean who who wouldn't want to reproduce the 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 Lisbon Lions of 1967 when Celtic won everything there was to win with all of their players coming within what was it like 20 kilometers of the stadium? That was pretty fucking cool. Like that like that is first off that is an anomaly within an anomaly. And second of all, it hasn't happened since hasn't even come close. So like, okay, it would be nice. I would, I would absolutely love it if TFC could feel the competitive side with nothing but, com- nothing but academy kids just plucking out of the Fuck garden. Yeah, like, and, yeah. And they don't have to win. They don't have to win. But I love the idea that it's just, you know, we've got, we got a couple, couple veterans sprinkled in. One or two of them are on the bench. We got a couple DPS, but the rest of them are all kids from the GTA. That would be delightful. Just taking on the world, just us against, uh, literally a Toronto team against the world. But that shit is fucking fiction in your head. That's not going to happen. Because when it's all said and done, this is a business. Asses and seats don't really translate when they're not winning. And especially when you get so many fussy people who are, you know, why they they need to sack this guy and get rid of this guy. And it's like, like, this is not how any of this works. You bring in whatever you need to do to get people to come to the stadium. But you also need to win because you can't sustain bringing in all this, say, outside talent and not win and expect people to just still show up because they played for Italy once or whatever the whatever the real backstories, you know, whatever your threshold of patience is. So, like, which you can't have it both ways. I mean, the real answer is start your own club with your own philosophy and good luck. Because, I mean, you can't really do it here in North America. But my point is, is that I would love it too, but that doesn't exist and it can't exist and it won't exist unless you're a billionaire who can buy their way in. It won't work. So either, either adjust your worldview or shut the fuck up because <laughs> what you're asking for cannot happen. Well, and the other thing that I think I saw somebody else mention, um, that I think is a really good point. And I was talking about, you know, like if you're a Canadian player, um, and you want to get on, you want to catch on with an MLS side. And I get the MLS is not the be-all and end-all and that ideally everyone still wants to go overseas and that sort of thing. But there, there, there is still good, fo- good football to be played in MLS. You know, there, there's, there's good opportunities for your game. Um, you know, and yes, maybe you move on from there. But the fact that um, teams are asking for some of these young players from Toronto, hey, 
we want to give you something that's somewhat valuable for one of your young players. Like that says something about the quality of the players and to a degree what TFC is doing in terms of, in terms, instead of just like casting them aside, like, you know, Mark Anthony K comes back, right? Um, when Mark Anthony K left TFC, does anyone remember what we got for him? Did we get anything for him? Did he just basically just sort of like leave? Do you know what I mean? Like there was, in this case, you know, to get Mark Anthony K, we had to give up Ralph Prizo. Yeah. And to, 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 for Nashville to get Jacob Schaffelberg, you know, like they need to give us a bunch of money. Like 225K is not small change, even in a weird, funny money league like MLS. So I think there's stuff to sort of look at in terms of how these interactions are happening um, in terms of the quality or the value that is being placed on some of these players. We're not just, and we have railed time and time again about how TFC treats their young players. Absolutely we have. And I'm not saying there's suddenly been like, uh, you know, uh, a, a renaissance in which all of the young Canadian players are treated as gods and we must protect them at all costs and we will do anything for them. But I'm also thinking that it's not quite what we used to bitch about constantly when every Canadian player was nailed to the bench or kept getting shuttled down to the to the reserve team or the academy team or whatever the fuck it's called this week, MLS Next team. Um, I think there is a difference. I think there has been if not a fundamental shift, then at least a shift. And I could just be looking through rose-colored glasses because that's what I want to see because I believe in youth player development. I believe in academies. Um, and I don't know where this soapbox came from. I'm so sorry. I'm going to step down and let the two of you talk. <laughs> ah. I thought I did that early, earlier, yeah, so that, I'm that's, good. That, that's okay. But um, yeah, you know, it's it, it's a balancing act between you know trying to get like kids in there versus trying to build a winning team right away versus you know, oh if you get too many kids in at the same time it's probably not going to work out well. Um, you know, it's probably ideally you can just be having like two or three of them at most on any particular game in amongst like a bunch of actually good players would probably be the ideal balance. But uh, that is. Not uh, where TFC are currently. Maybe they are right now after they've signed a bunch of players and everything. They probably only need to have like one or two or three of the young ones in there. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it is what it is. There's only so many. Uh, there's only eleven people you can be putting out there at any one time. So yeah, yeah. I I, I feel like I feel like Duncan. What you touched on is that. It's the balance, and I and I kind of feel like because we try to because we say we like I'm, I'm because Toronto FC tries to chase you know players that are that are big impact in important roles when you know, say the stars align like now we can now we can get a bunch of DPS because we just got rid of a bunch of DPS okay fantastic so how many how many kids in the academy would have been taking that role? Two or three? Well, that's unfortunate. They're not going to get to play. So now we need help in the defense, which is where some of those, you know, other seasoned veterans should be. But how many kids play in the back? Most of them? A lot of them? Some out of position? Like, you kind of need, need to be able to shift the pieces around such that 
these kids can get some time being a midfielder surrounded by these great players, being a forward surrounded by these great players, being a defender surrounded by players who can support you the way you need to be supported so that you can learn, not just from practice, not from drills, but just being exposed to the game, the meaning of the game, you know, your job, your profession with the best around you. But instead, it seems like like in the case of what a couple seasons ago where we saw all the kids, but they were just a stopgap until everybody got healthy and all of them, save for maybe one, were relegated back to the bench or even further down the chain, back to TFC2. Mm-hmm. It's like that. That's not development. That really isn't. That we weren't seeing those guys. We weren't seeing those kids out because it's like we're doing well and we can coast. And this would be a good time to get give them some experience. That was a desperation move. And as soon as everything was back to normal, abandon like abandon that plan B because obviously that's what you want. Plan B is the backup, not the plan A. Plan A is play your stars, best eleven all the time, every time, no matter what. So we can't. You can't develop players if you're constantly pushing them. You know, demoting them because, well, you were always going to be the third pick in this position. Like, how much time did you think you were going to get, even though we signed you to a contract? Like, it's just, there's no, like, there's there's no balance, there's no balance to be had. And I don't know, maybe other teams in MLS do it right. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I would be curious to take a look at what, what does Galaxy do? What does Seattle do? I'm trying to think of teams with like three designated players. What does Atlanta do? What does Red Bull do? Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yeah, like NYFC, like, like Philadelphia NYFC. and NYS. Yeah, Philadelphia. Like, what, like those, those are the ones that I come to mind that I think actually do a good job. But they've spent they've spent a lot of time at it, and TFC has been so up and down with their focus and willingness to to tread that path mm-hmm. um whereas you've got like a few organizations within mls that have consistently just made that their focus and and you know what and and perhaps suffered for it performance wise for a number of years um but now have a constant you know not their whole their whole team is an academy players but they always feature, they always have featured youth players that they have brought through. And I feel, again, I feel like maybe TFC is is perhaps starting that finally. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like because of this, the current iteration is still so new. Like, like who knows, like, who knows what this team looks like next year? And I don't mean... Oh, God, for, yeah. I don't mean for, like... Asario Bradley, the all you know the three Italians, the the uh, Jimenez. Like I don't know if that, I don't know. Like if I can't imagine there's going to be too much flux in that, but it's the rest of them. Yep. But this is still kind of new. Like they still need to get defenders. They still need to get some quality back there. So like this is not a finished product. No. But in that in that finished product, how many of those kids are academy kids? Like our top three and middle of the pitch are, are spoken for. So what's, what's their room for a one winger and, and four backs. Well, that's what we're doing now with kids. And it's, I, I feel like there should be room for Rakinola up front. I agree. You know, let's, oh, yeah. let's not, let's not be putting him in as 
Yeah, like, like, the Italians and everything. He had a good run at the start of the season. He's not all that special. Play Akinola. That kid's got a future. The kid's Mm -hmm. on the cusp of a World Cup squad. Give him a fucking chance. I 100% agree with that. I would love that. I like, I'm not, I only picked him out because I feel like there's a need to justify the cost of what we paid for them. So now you get to play. Like, even if you're shit. When, 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 well, when, we did that with Altador all those Altador years. Altador was so. absolute dog shit. Like, just couldn't score in a brothel. The, the game against the, the V Cup game against Vancouver, where he went down injured after taking a penalty. And before they could sub him off, they scored. They were down a man and they scored. He was so bad that they were better without a person on the field than him on it. Like that was to be like the <laughs> that was the conclusion of the thesis, and then of course he rehab came back like a house on fire and was amazing. But for like 10, 15 games, he was awful. And under more Ooh. circumstances, if you if he wasn't a designated player, he would have been he would have been a substitute. He wouldn't have been a starter. He would have been a substitute. But because we pay him three million, four million, I don't know, I can't remember what his contract was. But we're, he was designated player, so he's a designated player money, so he starts no matter what. And it was hard to watch. But, like, now now none of the DPs are in that situation where, like, like even if Jimenez is, like, he's not that phase of Altidore's career bad. Nobody. And he's not a DP. But, like, yeah, but at the same time, too, he's he's not making, he's not making league minimum. No, no, he's not. You know what I mean? Like, so like that's, yeah. that's, there's, it sucks because that's what a, I feel like that's what a cap does is that you put your, there's more pressure to put the players you pay more for on the field, unless it's clear that they are a liability. Like he's not bad. He's just not great. And Akinola has got a far, higher, a far higher upswing as far as I'm concerned, but that's not how that, I feel like that logic works. Um, yeah, but you know, again, like they're the MLSE as an organization, you know, they don't like they don't like to lose, and at least notwithstanding. Um, yeah. But um, actually, the Leafs get to do whatever they want, whether they win or not, so it doesn't matter. The Leafs don't in, in this in this equation, like they literally, and I don't mean the Leafs don't count, but they don't count. If you know what I mean? Um, but um, like there is. There is a there is a result situation. There is a results expectation. Um, hence, a lot of the moves for this season. And 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 Jimenez, who has you know was really enjoyable to watch at the beginning of the season. Yeah, he's in a slump. And you hope that Bradley is the type of coach who will not just look at the money, but look at the results and be like, you know what, he needs he needs to sit for a match. He needs to not start. Um, and yeah, like someone like Akinola needs to start and we need to like switch things up and see what that looks like. And it's not meant as punishment. It's meant as, well, we need to win. Currently, you are not helping us win. You've been in a slump for several, several, several games. He hasn't looked as engaged or as, you know, um, lively up front, that sort of thing. Um, I often forget that he's playing. So from that standpoint, from a purely football standpoint, yeah, he, he should sit. And I would, I would applaud Bradley for sitting him as someone who, you know, has been excited by him as a player. But 
there's there's oper- you know you have to give opportunities especially when things aren't clicking the way they were Uh-huh. Agreed. This has turned into the most interesting discussion, you guys. Yeah. This has been also, fun. Get, yeah, you know, when get Michael Bradley off the pitch. You know, let's, uh, you know, Mark Anthony Kay take his job and, you know, yeah. yeah, Bradley, you don't need to be out there every single game. You know, was- Duncan, mm. I wish that that was something that would happen. But it's just, it's just not going, it's just, it's just not going to. I just, I, yeah. I, you know, that's, that's where I miss Coach Havy. Coach Havy, Coach Havy would sit Michael Bradley. His dad, not so much. Apparently not. You know, <laughs> you're thinking, all right, this is the guy that they can bring in and it's, you know, he can be the one that can actually like sit him down and you know give him rest and you know let him not play every fucking minute of every fucking game. But no, no, apparently Bob's going to do that as well. Uh, daddy. Indeed, has been what we're talking about. Boy, did we talk about some stuff. But let's move on to the last part of our show. Yes, we're not done yet, you guys. There's still one more thing to talk about. Possibly two things. Um, Possibly two. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I know you are. All right, so this is what's Uh-oh. coming up. I know. I thought I thought just a little mention. Just a little, just a little tease before next week. Just a little touch. It'll be fine. Um, so... Uh, oh, although I will just throw this out here. Um, apparently, League's Cup is still a thing, and Why? um, sorry, Zombie <laughs> Shivas is, is playing tonight. I, I don't know. I'm yeah, yeah, I yeah, it's it's oh my god, yeah, it's uh, oh my god, the, the LA Vannies and Zombie Shivas are playing tonight. Mm. Anyway, if you care, there you go. Because you'll get this two days after they happen. So I hope you watch and enjoyed these very important games. No. Um, so this weekend, uh, Toronto FC are still on the road. Um, and they are playing Jacob Schaffelberg's Nashville Robots. That's right. Um, but life comes at you fast. Be, he will not be playing. Oh. As per whatever league agreements about loaned players not automatically suiting up against their former yeah, teams. I don't know. That's there's some standard. there's some rules. It makes sense. Anyway, so no 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 uh no shit kicking moments from uh Schaffelberg, uh in this one. So Nashville in the middle of the pack in the Western Conference, you know, they're they're pretty much firmly in the middle. They'll they'll, they'll probably they'll, they're going to make the playoffs again probably. Um, but what's interesting is that they actually have a better road record than they do a home record, which I found Ooh. fascinating. 
Um, now, they at least they have one games at home, so that's good. And, and, and TFC suck on the road, so... Um, but the other thing that may help offset this for Toronto, it probably won't, but um, is that Nashville also uh, plays midweek. Um, so that is something that could, you know, they'll have a short turnaround, maybe wear out some of their players, so on and so forth. But, you know, in their long history for matches, um, Nashville just has the edge on Toronto, although Toronto did win their last meeting way back uh, almost a year ago, last September. Um, so, you know, they have the momentum of going into this game. And no Jacob Schaffelberg to ignite them uh, and, and send up a spark. Which I think is sad. Yes, I it is. I don't want. I don't want to have it turned on us so quickly. Uh, you know, I'd like that to stretch out a bit. So that's fair. That's let, fair. I'm let, sure they play again. Let Shuffleberg like get his brace later. That seems. That's you know what, Mark. That seems very reasonable. I think. I think that's a that's a good way of looking at it. Um. Well, then, let's take a look at players to watch. And uh, there's a couple standouts on here. Oh, I forgot he was there. Are you, are we, is the, oh, I forgot he was here. Is it, is it uh, Alex Bunbury's kid? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, that's my player to watch, mostly because I just wanted to, watch him I wanted get to get a second yellow on? card really early. And just like eight, eight minute, eight nine minutes in, just second yellow. Go sit down, kid. <laughs> you're not. You're just. I don't want him to hurt anybody. I don't want him to get hurt. I just want him to cause his team to suffer a bit. <laughs> give up the. Give up the. I know. I don't know many forwards who give up the penalty um, in their own box, but let this be one of those. Uh, I, I want something that won't wreck his career, but will. Wreck his night. I just, that's what I want. I just, uh, otherwise. That seems reasonable. That seems reasonable. Otherwise, that uh, Mukhtar, but it's really, it's, it's as soon as I see oh. Bunbury on the back of the shirt, I'm going to be wrong one. Anyway. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I was waiting for don't that. Love it. <laughs> I don't, don't it. care. Don't love it. Don't love it. Don't love it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, he's actually generally a good player. He's a yes. uh, uh, you know, sort of like, you know, like converted fullback, what have you. You know, it's the, the Jacob Scheffelberg. He's, he's, he's who you can learn from, Jacob. Don't love it. Yeah, good point. Also, Dax McCarty. Is Dax McCarty seriously still playing? Oh my yes. God. is Dax McCarty these days? Good God. He's not playing. You're lying. He's a starter for Nashville. Dax McCarty retired back in 2016. I don't. <laughs> I don't. He's 35. Think, holy fuck, he's still playing. You know, I feel like every time, because um, Dax Can has played for like 19 different teams in the last. Two, <laughs> every time we play Dax McCarty, I go, he's still playing. 
Like yeah, it's probably. it's its own fucking triggered inside joke. Like it's triggered mm. because I only triggers when I hear his fucking name, and then I naturally descend. Is he still playing? Wow, amazing! And you say he's only what thirty four? Thirty five. Thirty five. Well, I'm gonna be doing this for at least another two seasons. So like, let's just. <laughs> I can't believe he's still playing. That's amazing. He's got to right. by now, right? Oh sure, yeah. Um, I'm not going to pick who I would normally pick because it usually results in that player scoring against Toronto. So I'm not going to do it. Instead, I'm going. Well played. I'm going to switch my attentions to uh, Zimmerman, um, just because you know he's an annoyingly talented defender, and uh, it'll be interesting to see um, some of TFC's attacking players try to work around him. Um, also, the fact that, uh, well, actually, Bernie's Bernie's tall, but the rest of Toronto's attacking players are very short. <laughs> Zimmerman is a big guy. So it would just be interesting just to see the juxtaposition. Um, also, he's just, again, annoyingly good defender. Um, yeah, so that's my player to watch. Zimmerman mm. Brace. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> that's true. It's, it's well done, place. Kristen. Yet again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance, everyone. The more I'm unlikely so the position, the more goals that they score. If you'd pick the keeper, you <laughs> would have scored four. There's also a, uh, a T. Washington, who, you know, I don't know anything about him, but he, his, I just hope his nickname is Booker. It really should be. Yes. Nice. And, you know, he's going to go out there. He's teams. just a walking yellow card, really, isn't he? <laughs> well, really, he should be a referee. He should, he should be the one that's giving her. She's yeah. a booker. <laughs> yeah. Instead yeah. of the booked. Yep. Indeed. Well, that's, that's, that's a career path for him to look at down the road. Yeah. You, yep. You've already laid it out for him, Duncan. Look at you helping. <laughs> yes. Duncan, yes. career advisor to MLS players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a generous soul. Um, predictions for this match, gentlemen. 3-2 Nashville. Reasonable. Mm. Um, I think I put down 2-1 uh, Toronto. I think it's going to start coming together. Now's a good time. I had 2-1 Nashville. Look at me all sunshine. Jesus. Yeah. I know. I know. Normally I would have gone for the draw or maybe an unlikely TFC win. It's just they've been so bad on the road. They just can't seem to get it together. But Mark, I hope you're right. I hope they are all they're coalescing. Um, you know, the draw in, in Foxy Foxborough, maybe that was a sign, you know, clean sheet. That was great. So um I hope I am wrong. I hope I am wrong. Now, before we go, there is just one last thing. And we'll probably talk about this a little bit more next week. Maybe we won't. We don't really like it. We don't watch it. But I just wanted to mention that the fucking All-Star game is next week. That's right. Aren't you excited? A week from today, in fact, if I remember correctly. Next Wednesday? That's the All-Star game, isn't it? Yeah. Possibly. So exciting. There's a if you don't if you yes. want to know all about it, you just have to go to the MLS website and there's a whole like 
page for it. There's the schedule and the events and there's music and can, all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. And Larry and Bernie playing? No. However, oh. I do believe that Larry is in a skills contest somehow, oh. some way. I'm not, I'm not sure some, how. But- Let's hope it's not a penalty-taking skills contest. <laughs> He's in the All-Star Skills Challenge. Ooh. And I don't know what that entails. Do they, do they, do they participate in every skill? Like, I, I don't know what that means. Because I have not paid attention to the MLS All-Star stuff in so many years. I haven't paid attention to it since I flipped, had to flip the tickets for the MLS All-Star game we hosted. And then proceeded to boo everybody except Di Rosario. <laughs> but I did but I did scream like a girl when Blanco touched the ball because everyone was doing it for Beckham. That's just that's just the way it should that be. Was just that's, comedy. that's 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 just well, Blanco. Because <laughs> Blanco was awesome. Guatemo Blanco. Y'all missed something there. Oh, so good. Anyway. So the All Star Skills Challenge, yes, that's on. That's on. What day is that on? Is that on Tuesday? That's next Tuesday. Um, so eight thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Going to be on TSN, folks. So get ready to watch Insigne go up against. I don't know other players in MLS. Yeah, who, who are the uh, who? Who's the the All Star game against? Uh... Oh God! Who is the All Star Game against? That is an excellent we, question. I don't uh, remember. The MX All Star All Stars. Oh, that's right. This is the ongoing thing where they try to make the MLS versus Liga MX stuff like actually people care about it. I right. Mean, I, I mean, the the only thing I hope for is that Liga MX pace, but that's just because I don't like All Star games and I think it's dumb. I mean, if it was fun, it would be okay, but it rarely is. I still think my futsal idea is way better mm. for all-star for the all-star game for all-star weekend. I told you about the futsal idea, right? Yes. I thought it was wonderful. Yes. For those of you, do you don't, want, those of, say, do you want to outline it again? Okay. For those of you who don't know, basically a futsal tournament instead of the all-star game, except it's all gimmicky. You can have literally a team full of Kamaras, which I think is really fucking funny. And you can you can get players outside of the league to fit your gimmick. You could just have like University of Virginia All Stars, like that could be a team. Just players that used to play for the University of Virginia that are in MLS. You just assemble like teams of five, six, whatever whatever it needs to be. You just do it in an arena, and it's all lighthearted. You play like very short games, quick round robins, final finalist. Think of it kind of like 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 the big three basketball, except much more compact and just, just silly, like put together dream teams, like pick a fan and let them pick, pick a team of six players. It could be anybody they want. It could just be people they like, just put them together. I think that would be way more interesting than this. I, I realize that also probably isn't as interesting on television, but I would, I would go out of my way to try to get to the all-star game. If it was something legitimately fun so that's that's my that's that was, I, I i i stand by it i think it's a really good idea i would love to see the league try and do that i would love to see canadian premier league steal that idea you, i know you guys are listening i know you're listening steal that Ooh. idea 
Still that idea. Do it at the end of the season. Do it at Cops, because of course Hamilton. <laughs> and um, we'll just do it. Yeah, that was for you guys. Mostly Kristen, because she still has to admit her undying love for the club. <laughs> anyway, yeah, All Stars. So there's 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 five events in the skills challenge. I just want to. So there's the shooting challenge. There's the touch challenge. I want to rename that. Uh, cross and volley challenge the passing challenge and the crossbar challenge. And so what I didn't realize, because again, I paid so little attention, is that uh, there's a roster of MLS skills challenge players going up against a roster of Liga MX skills oh. challenge players. Wow. I, oh. I know, right? Oh, I hope MLS wins. I, oh. Oh, oh no. I mean, Although I do want to say that Sweet, uh, Sweet Dane St. Clair, uh, the nephew of a close personal friend of Duncan's, um, is, mm. uh, is, 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 mm. is on here. So, so yeah, I just want to put that out there as well That's as exciting. obviously Larry. So. Um, mm. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it was a whole wasn't just like, hey, you know, who's, who's, who's got the best, who can do the best passing or who can hit the, all the, you know, the top of the crossbar and the corners and stuff. No, no, no. It's a competition against, yeah, I didn't realize that. Yay, all-star stuff. If you like it, Monday, all-star. Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, have at. Enjoy. MLS all-star stuff. <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> Audi. Who cares? Uh, all right well on that exciting note that's our show for this week um please join us next week when we oh, what are we going to talk about next week um game kristen the all-star game you're right i'm sorry <laughs> i forgot i forgot already um my i was so excited that i just blanked it from memory um, obviously we're going to talk about the all-star game uh whether we'll discuss the tsc versus robots match um, look ahead to uh, TFC's next home match. Uh, oh, you get another. I, you know what I'm going to tell you. I, I, you just have to tune in next week uh, for for what I want to say about that match and um, whatever else is happening in the exciting world of football. Probably something Campial related. Um, hopefully, there are no more unfortunate revelations from Cavs soccer. <laughs> and um, oh. Uh, shout out to Alfonso Davies for uh, his 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 plan to donate all of his World Cup winnings, earnings, whatever money he gets for the World Cup uh, to charity uh, to uh, to help other people have better lives. That is a that is a really commendable thing, and um, you know, for a young man who has had a lot of success. Um, this is a really lovely thing to see. Mm-hmm. Also, very nicely cuts off any potential. Oh, the players are so greedy. Narrative. Indeed. Uh, that uh, the reason, you know, it's good for him to be he wanted to take that hit. You know, it's like, yeah, you can spare the money. You know, there are probably some players on the team who, uh, yeah, oh, this could actually be really. Uh, uh, whatever money they'd be getting for it, like a million dollars, whatever it might be per player, could actually be really fucking helpful. 
funds you can funds you can uh, you can spare it. So this is it works out in many ways. And I mean, Canada's going to win the World Cup, so that's a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah. Don't forget that. Just, that's that's a lot of a lot of money. Oh, and also the the gray mice are up two 0 on the Pony Boys right now. Yeah, oh. I, I've been watching it. It's uh, uh, one guy nearly undid the entire team and just choked the ball up. But I can't. For those of you who do who did watch it, and I I don't want an explanation because it doesn't like it's still stupid. Why are both teams wearing their away kits? Oh God, again. Fuck's sakes, Campiel. Fuck's sakes, Campiel. They're away kits, for Christ's sakes. They're change kits. Somebody's at home. Why would do this? Ah. All right. Anyway, thank you all for joining us and listening. If only you guys had a podcast to talk about such related things on. <laughs> Duncan, God damn it. So good at this. <laughs> um... Again, we had a lot of we had a lot of discussions about a lot of different things tonight. You know, please feel free to share your thoughts and opinions with us. You know, add us on Twitter, comment on the website, send us DMs, yes. whatever. Uh, we love the conversation, and we all appreciate comments, the- all comments about this show to at Malarkey FC. Yes, definitely at Malarkey FC. <laughs> yes. And make sure and make sure you start everything with Dear Bastard. He really, <laughs> we really appreciate it when it starts at. Malarkey FC, dear bastard. That's what <laughs> yes. resonates with us the most. <laughs> if that number right. gets greater than two, that is the worst. <laughs> it's so funny. It has to be if greater that than number two. gets more than um, Francesco and Mike Hudson. Yeah. Then... You got, I mean, I'm not no pressure, but like, just let us know you did it too, because I, I, I want to. I want. I want to keep these. I want to see our handiwork come to life. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Um, again, that has been our show. Uh, I've been joined by two of the three usual other panelists um, to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Zip and Zap. Stolen. Ooh. Even better. Toy? Um, out there in the Twitterverse at KidNerdMark with a K not a Q Mr. Mark Hinkley thank you all for your continuous support via Patreon we absolutely appreciate it we got shirts, that guy we loaned out to to, uh, to Columbus, he designed them you can find them on our Zazzle shop find the link on our website and also as, as my esteemed colleague has alluded to more than once on this episode <laughs> we do a thing, we do a sub thing we do a uh, kitnerdcorner.ca kitnerdcorner podcast the thing I kind of threatened to do we're doing it and we're doing it and we've done two episodes and you can go find all the information on our on that website kitnerdcorner.ca you also can find it on your uh, Spotify's and your iTunes and your Stitchers thank you enjoy oh and there's pictures on the website no theater of the mind you don't have to imagine it's right on the website (laughs) website see all the pictures we're talking about Oh, God. Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet. At Kaiser Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.
Fagundes.